Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free, free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And welcome to any new listeners and uh, yeah, this is on a different time schedule today and that actually might be the case because there has been uh, technical problems with Skype, with Blog Talk Radio through uh, my property. So anyway, I'll just have to keep you posted as to when these shows will be viewing but you can always listen to them in archives and you can always go to the radio link on my website, www melanietanyarevans.com to see what shows have been aired and the ones that you can listen to in archives or also through Blog Talk Radio you can find them and please remember to mark this show as a favourite and then you're always going to get notifications of the upcoming shows that are coming up. So this week what I'm going to be talking about is it's about getting love right, it's creating our own well-being and this is part two from last month's show which is regarding taking personal responsibility And within this show, I'm going to be discussing the aspects of how we can take personal responsibility within our personal relationships to inspire love, respect and support rather being stuck in the victimhood and the pain of not having our needs met. So within this show, you'll learn how to be the alignment you seek and discover strategies regarding how to get your needs met in healthy ways. So... The chat room is open if you've got any questions or you want to make any comments in there. And also, too, you can dial into the show if you've got any questions for me or want to share anything. And the guest call-in number is, if you're in the USA, it's 347-989-1262. Or if you're dialing from outside the US, you just need to put a 1 in front of that and do your exit code first. So anyway, moving on to this show, this is uh, significantly really about love relationships, about intimate love partner relationships, but it also is about any relationships that you have in your life. Now, when we, but I'll be modeling it definitely on love relationships. So when we have a look at love relationships, what happens is two people come together into a love relationship and initially when they come together, You have all the height of love and you have all the euphoria and, you know, everybody's on their best behavior. You're in the honeymoon period. And also, too, really, what you've got is you've got an image of this person that you believe they are and you're holding up that image and you're appreciating it and that's really what you're seeing and what you're receiving and, and, you know, this is when love relationships start off and they start off great. Now, as we all know, with narcissistic love relationships, that is absolutely the case. It's like, this is the one, this is it, this has just blown me away, all of that sort of stuff. 
But even in non-narcissistic relationships with people that aren't NPD, narcissistic personality disordered, you generally will have that honeymoon period. Now, the reality, the reality of energetic attraction is that we're all here to heal our unhealed parts. That's the evolution of our soul. That's the mission of our soul. And there's no greater dynamic to do that than in personal love relationships. So what happens is we'll have alignments that we've hopefully got right, that we're more solid in ourselves, we're not repeating past patterns of painful love relationships. So, you know, we may get somebody in our space that has integrity, that is monogamous, that has got a lot of the qualities that we want in a love relationship. But the reality is, and this is absolutely true for people that are doing personal development. And actually the newsletter that I've got coming out this week really talks about that, that we may believe we've done a lot of work on ourselves, but yet stuff still comes up for us. We still have pain and things that happen in our relationships that really sort of throw us for a six because it's like, well, I thought I'd work through that. I thought I'd come through that stuff. And... Here I am again in in pain or I'm in the end of a relationship or I'm in, you know, all of that sort of thing. And the the sad thing is, is that if two people love each other, you know, and they're conscious and they're working as a team, they can work it out. And that's what this show is about. But if two people aren't conscious, if they're not taking responsibility and if they're not working as a team what is going to happen is those unhealed parts could rip the relationship apart or pull it apart or peter it out or just end it. And that's unnecessary if people have got integrity and they take responsibility and if there's true love there, well, then it can work. And that's what this show is about. This show is about because you may be in a relationship at the moment that's not working. Now, if you're with an NPD if you're with somebody with an overinflated ego that is not taking responsibility, that makes you the scapegoat for their stuff, that acts in ways that are destructive and maiming and painful and has no conscience or remorse around it, well then you're barking up the wrong tree because this person is not taking responsibility and they're not accountable for who they are and they're not healing themselves. And that's not going to work. That's not going to work. But when we're talking about relationships where what's happening is you've got two people with unhealed parts, and that's always the case, especially going back to my point about people that are into self-development usually are for a reason. They're the type of people that have had to work on themselves to get a happy life. It hasn't come naturally. You haven't just been a person that just was aligned easily, you came from a great uh, parental upbringing where you really had mirrored back to you, your self-worth, your self-value, self-respect, so you didn't have good boundary function, you've struggled to love yourself and believe you're lovable for you, and you've struggled to be able to trust people and to be able to be authentic and all those sorts of things. And if you're in those sorts of situations, it's a life journey. It really is a life journey of working on yourself and healing your unhealed parts. So what will happen is relationships for you, and I know a lot of the listeners are in this category, 
because you wouldn't be listening to this show. You wouldn't be looking at my stuff if you didn't have to heal yourself. And I'm exactly the same. That's why I do what I do and that's why I've had such an interest and a participation in self-healing and self-realization for so long is because my journey has been very fraught with things that I've needed to heal. And this is not about me being perfect or me being at a place where I'm saying, well, I've got it all right and you guys haven't because I'm doing the journey too. You know, your stuff is my stuff and I teach what I need to heal myself and that's how I lead and do what I do the way I do it. So when we're in relationships, when we have had a lot of stuff, when we haven't had the good role models, when we've had a lot of distorted belief systems, when we've struggled to believe and love ourselves and know ourselves and be able to attract an easy, healthy relationship, you know, we're going to have to work with this stuff. We're going to have to be conscious. We're going to have to take responsibility and we're going to have to say, okay, well, this is what's going on for me here. This is what's reflected back. So the biggest dynamic we can ever have to heal our unhealed parts is a personal love relationship. Definitely through uh, our family relationships and our parental relationships, we're going to get all of that reflected too. And as we know, you know, we may not be able to get the validation and the healing and the support from our parents. They may be unavailable. They may be not capable. They may be too stuck in their ways. They may be unconscious. And we may have to move forward into life taking that stuff with us into a love relationship to try and work it out if we haven't worked it out. Now, what is going to happen, sure as eggs, is the people that you have strong connections with, that you feel really drawn to, that you feel in love with, they are going to be the people that are going to reflect back to you the hardest, your unhealed parts. And they're going to bring them up for you. And it's how you deal with that and what you do with that that is going to make the difference as to whether the relationship can transcend and heal and move forward into a healthy one or whether it's going to break apart. And the thing is, is it's really going to take two people to be conscious on this. And this is why it is very, very useful that if you are choosing a partner, that you really, really, because you only need one man, that you really, really stand up when you're looking for and you're choosing a partner, that you're into self-development, that you have spiritual values, that you are really looking for somebody that has worked through their stuff, makes it a mission, and makes it a priority in their life. So they're a person that takes responsibility. The good news for us women is there is more and more men out there that are actually doing that. And that is a healthy choice. Because if you choose somebody that looks like they've got all the criteria you want, but they're not willing to actually really look at and own and accept that their triggers are to do with their unhealed stuff and they're not willing to work through on it, well then you're not going to have a relationship that lasts. So this is why I love empowered dating. This is why I love internet dating. This is why I love women being in a pool of men where they can have a choice of suitors and really, really ascertain these guys and really see if they've got the goods that are going to work with you in a relationship because stuff's going to come up. It is absolutely going to come up. So unhealed parts are going to be reflected back. So let's just say 
that you still have a fear that you're going to, and as women, our biggest fears, our biggest, biggest fears are you are going to stop loving me, you're going to abandon me, you're going to hurt me. They're our biggest fears. Absolutely. Now, if we haven't cleaned those fears up completely, we're going to get a partner that starts reflecting that back at us. He's going to do things that we think are unloving. He may abandon us literally or he may abandon us emotionally. And he may hurt us. He may do actions that hurt us. And what we've really got to do, what we've really, really got to do in that is we've got to go within and we've got to look at what were my unhealed parts that were still creating this in my life? What was it that was attracting that into my vibration? Because that's the stuff we need to clean up. And then the stuff we need to clean up on that also means boundaries. It means that we have lines that we can't go back over, that we absolutely can state to ourselves and we take responsibility, absolutely we do, and we take responsibility in our part of it, but we also know what is okay and what isn't okay because if we've still got those fears and if we still are living out relationships where we are not just our own insecurities or our own fears or blowing things out of proportion, if there are things that are happening there that are not okay and we keep signing up for it and we keep going back for it, really what we are doing is we are signing up for those fears. We're signing up for abuse and that's not on. So you need to work out what your bottom lines are and what you can do with it. And what's going to happen too is you are going to be the trigger that hits your partner's unhealed stuff absolutely every single time. So for men, their stuff is, I am not good enough to be loved. I'm not valued, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough to be loved. And that's their stuff going on. And it's really, I say it all the time, but it's very, very important to really look at John Gray's material Men are from Mars, sorry, uh, yeah, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, to really learn how to communicate with a man so that you're not going to hit his triggers of, you know, and men, if they're criticized, if you're putting them down, if you're not appreciating them, if you're telling them how unhappy you are and you're banging on about that stuff all the time, well, then you're going to have... You know, if we talk like that to a woman, a woman goes into, oh my goodness, what can I do to help? Look, I care enough about you. I don't want you hurting. What can I do to help you out with this? You know, if you're attacking her, well, of course she's going to go and fight and flee. But if you're just telling her how you're feeling and it's not working for you and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, a woman is going to step up if she loves you. Absolutely. A man's not. A man, if he takes it personally and if he takes umbrage and he feels like he's being criticized or he's not good enough or he's not valued, he's going to do one of two things. He's either going to pull away from you or he's going to attack you because he needs to defend his sense of autonomy, of his sense of maleness. And women really need to understand this with men is that if they feel appreciated, if you tell them what a good job they're doing, if you tell them you're proud of them, you know, if you learn to communicate better and encourage them to step up, they're going to, they're going to step up for you. So, and this is a man that has integrity. This is a, a, a good guy. But what needs to happen is that the man in your life, when he gets triggered, 
you know. It's about does he have the resources to take responsibility for his triggers or is he just going to blame you for them? Is he going to work on his triggers? And also, too, is he going to come to the party to understand, too, about your deepest fears and about how not to attack those or how not to bring those up or how not to accentuate those in your life? Because what happens is, is when women are going into fear, fear of you don't love me, you're going to abandon me, and you could hurt me. When she goes into fear, she's going to be everything that he doesn't want. And if he goes into shame, she's going to go into fear because he's either going to attack her and hurt her or he's either going to withdraw and abandon her. And either way, there she is hanging out in fear and then she is going to be not supportive, she's not going to be appreciative and she's not going to be loving. So this is really the big, big dynamic that we've got going on with men and women and it's about how to get past those triggers, how to heal those triggers and how to work on those triggers so that they're not going to continuously come up for you. And what really needs to happen with two people in a relationship is they've got to take responsibility for their triggers. They've got to... You know, and and even if, you know, one of the most incredibly important things that you can say in a relationship is rather than going into reaction, when you get triggered, because when you go into reaction, what happens is your partner becomes the enemy. All sorts of stories come in with that. All sorts of assumptions come in with that. And what's going to happen is the wound that's coming up for you, your partner's standing there and your partner looks like they're responsible for it and that's what you believe. But what it actually is, is a trigger that has nothing to do with your partner. It's a trigger that is previous. It's an unhealed wound that actually has nothing to do with your partner, the origin of it. But what's happening is because you are law of attraction, you are the energy of that unhealed wound. Now what happens is, and it is about, for women, it's about love and the pain of love and not being loved and being abandoned and being hurt in love. And for men, it's I'm not worthy of being loved. I'm not good enough to be loved. It's all about love. That's where our deepest wounds are and that's where our biggest triggers are. And you know, people you don't care about are not going to trigger you off. It's the people that you care about the most that are going to, push your triggers the most because it's the fear of love. It's the fear of loss of love and the pain of love that's bringing up this trigger for you. So it's come back, way back. You know, it's come through childhood stuff. It's unhealed past life stuff. It's stuff that you've got in your emotional matrix that's unhealed. Now, as soon as you're not taking responsibility for that, As soon as you look to the outside and you say, you are responsible for my pain I'm feeling right here, right now, you are not taking responsibility for your trigger. And if your partner does that, they're not taking responsibility for your trigger. Now, as soon as their trigger goes off or your trigger goes off and there's not that responsibility taken and not that mindfulness and that consciousness, what happens is it's going to hit the other person's trigger. And what's going to happen is there's going to be fight or flee going on all over the place. So there's going to be hurt or abandonment. And that's that's exactly what's going to happen. 
So how do we take responsibility for our triggers? Well, first of all, we do enough work on ourselves and we pick somebody that's conscious that's also really prepared to be honest and be respectful and take responsibility too. And you own your trigger. So what can happen in a relationship is when it comes up is you can say, I've just had a trigger right now. I know it's my stuff. Okay, I need to go process this. I know it's my stuff. And take the time out to go and do it, or if you've got that trust and that honesty and that connection with your partner in this relationship, it's about being honest from the heart, being honest about this trigger is this and this is how it feels for me and I know it's my stuff and I know it's my unhealed stuff and I know I need to look at it. Now immediately what's going to happen is your partner's not going to feel attacked. The partner is not going to feel attacked or abandoned. They're not going to be standing there going, what the hell was all of that about? You know, and then thrown into reaction and their triggers are fired off and, you know, they're in pain. You're going to actually have togetherness on this. And then when you have togetherness on this, you can actually heal it. You can actually come to an even greater height of connection and trust and understanding and intimacy because you have that trust, you have that respect, you have that way to heal together and to support each other together. And we then, and this is just so important about getting your needs met because when you're in relationship and triggers are being hit and people are not taking responsibility for their triggers and they're not meeting each other with that responsibility, Nobody's getting their needs met. Nobody. Because love is getting shattered. It's not safe. And both people will say, if they were sat down separately, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe to love this person. And they can't feel safe when they're in the pain of abandonment or attack or I'm not good enough to be loved. It just doesn't work. So in relationships, it is so important to understand you're in a relationship. That means trust. And if you can't trust that person, you shouldn't be in it. And trust means I'm going to be honest about what's going on for me. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be real about it. I'm going to ask for what I need. And I'm going to be able to ask you what I need and express how I'm feeling. And I'm going to keep the love going. And I'm going to say I love you and I adore you. But you know, when this is happening, I really feel like I'm not being loved. I really feel like I'm not, and, and my version and what I need in a love relationship is this. Can you be that person? Can you come and meet me there? Can you, can you lift? Can you work at this with me? Because if you're bottling up what you need, you're scared to say it, you're scared you're going to be rejected, you're scared you're going to be vulnerable, you're scared you're not going to be good enough, you're scared you're going to be judged. If you bottle it all up and don't say it and expect the other person to do it and they're not doing it and then you blame them for not doing it, well, then you're not being authentic. You're not being a partner. You're not being real. You're not being true. The greatest, biggest thing that everybody on this planet expresses about love relationships is about being honest. Because if you don't have authenticity, if you don't have real, if you don't have honesty, you don't have a foundation for a relationship. What you have is assumptions. You have guesswork. 
you have unknown quantities. You have people not knowing how to navigate the relationship, how to come together, how to trust each other, how to love, how to be real. So you need to risk being real. And you'll know, you'll know somebody's integrity, you'll know somebody's heart, you'll know somebody's authenticity, that if you're real with them and you're honest with them, you'll get your answer. Because they're either going to say to you and be with you that this is where I want to travel with you, I want to support you, I want to love you, I want to be a team member with you. Or they're going to say to you, look, I'm sorry, but that's just, I'm not going there. I'm not interested. No way. Blah, blah, blah. Now, if they do that, you know they're not the right partner for you. You know they're not interested in teamwork and support and being a relationship. You know, those people want to be in relationships by themselves. And people that don't express what is really going on for them and try to do all sorts of strategies and things to make the relationship work without being honest, they're doing a relationship by themselves as well. They're not honestly in a relationship. So it's really, really important to think about those things and look at those things and know that if you're going to be real and you're going to be in integrity and you really need to ascertain this with somebody before you get into a relationship with them, while you're in the courting phase, while you're in the getting to know them phase, you know, and if you've got somebody that can't have a serious talk about that, well, then they're not serious about working on a relationship. So they're not going to be a life partner because relationships take work. They are not, you know, we've all come out of the old mode of relationships, which was, you know, the guy went out, was the breadwinner, his word was really his word, you know, he wore the pants, you did the cooking, the cleaning, looked after the kids, and that was your relationship, and it sort of worked out in the middle of that. Things have evolved now to spiritual equal partnerships, and they are the only relationships that work now in relation to what we want. Because if you wanted that, if you just wanted a masculine guy that is just on that level, if you want a relationship like that, go ahead, have it. But if you're listening to this show, that's not you. You want to be in the modern day relationship, which is evolved spiritual partnerships. And evolved spiritual partnerships require people that want to be evolved, people that want to grow people that want to make love work for all of the right reasons and are prepared to be real and genuine and authentic for that goal to create connection, to create trust, to create togetherness and unity, it has to be honest. So when you're dating and when you're learning about somebody else, you need to have conversations with them about what are you, your views in relationships? Do you believe on working on relationships? Do you believe on committing to working on relationships? And actually working as team, you know, and being honest about how we feel and discussing and working. We all know that if you're in a business partnership with somebody, you require honesty. You require trust. Well, this is amplified a thousandfold when you get into a relationship. Now, you need to trust yourself enough to know that's what you need and that's what you want to have a relationship that's going to stand the test of time and grow together and not fall apart. So you need to get clear on that stuff and you really need to put it out there 
that I'm looking for somebody conscious, evolved, somebody who at my age, because I know the, the listenership to this show is women in their 30s, 40s, 50s and even onwards. We've had failed relationships. We've had broken relationships. We don't want to play potluck. You know, this is not like when we were kids and we were just down at the disco or the nightclub, of course, and, you know, we just, yeah, it was all attraction and fun and we fell into relationships and, you know, you've got to forget all of that now. It's not about attraction and, oh, and he's got a few criteria that, you know, could really enhance my life. It's not about that. It's really about that soul of that person, the integrity of that person and who they want to be in a relationship. How much do they want to grow? How much do they want to heal their unhealed parts? How much do they want to be a part of the support team to heal your unhealed parts? How much do they want to love, genuinely love? And if you get to know the person and if that you realize that that's their goal and that's where they want to be and that's what they want to share with you and also a real understanding because triggers are going to come up. And then when triggers come up, you're going to see how conflict resolution goes. And you're going to see if it gets better or if it gets worse. Or if you're going to be a team on it. Whether you're going to support and love each other in that. Whether people are going to take responsibility for their triggers and allow the other person to feel safe to help them heal. That's all vitally, vitally important stuff. So... You know, I want you to have a think about it. And, and also, too, absolutely, it's really important for you. You know, if you're single, it's really important for you to do as much work on your unhealed triggers as you possibly can so that you're not going to attract that into your life as much. Of course, you know, there's only so much you can do on your own. And that's really, um, that can be confusing because you think you're there, you think you're done. But, of course, it goes to another level when you get into a relationship. You know, and whatever's un uh, that hasn't been done yet or needs reinforcing or needs more work or needs more mindfulness, that's going to come up for you. It's going to hit. And so be aware of that and know that you're going to do a lot of self-development on your own, a lot of work on yourself, you know. But then also, too, you're going to have to handle that in a relationship. You're going to have to be responsible. You're going to have to say sorry. You're going to have to own it's your stuff. It's your trigger. The partner in front of you is only delivering you the trigger, but they are not the cause of it. They are not the root of it. They're not the origin of it. And that's what you've got to take responsibility for. And say to that person, I'm responsible for this. I know I am. Because when I'm triggered, I attack or I abandon. No, because those things do not create love if they continue. So conflict resolution has got to be sorted out and it's got to be healed. And then when it's done, and if it's done with that mindfulness and that honesty and that togetherness, what happens is those triggers are going to go. You're going to grow together. You're going to grow through that stuff. It's not going to keep doing the repeat loop that it does. And that's how you know whether or not your relationship is growing or whether it's just staying the same, which means it's going to split apart. Or it's just going to turn into a relationship of convenience, or it's going to be, you know, and it's going to be soul-destroying. Either way it goes. So that's it. This show isn't for an hour because it was part two and it didn't need to go for an hour. But if you've got any questions on it at all, 
please, you can email me at melanie at melanietonyrevins.com. And, you know, I'd love to hear your feedback. You can put the feedback on the blog because this uh, radio show will be a part of the, um, will be a link to the next newsletter that's coming out. And it's always lovely to hear your feedback and lovely to have your support and lovely to be walking this journey together because it is all about getting love right. That's what it's all about. So lots of love, everybody, and I hope you have a lovely day. And it's bye from me. Bye-bye.